0: You are tuned in to the Sparkles and Fairy Lights podcast. Imogen Campbell is your host, and she will tackle issues that tend to sneak up on one and wreak havoc on the unprepared midlife soul. First up, perimenopause. If you are in your 20s or 30s, feel free to join the conversation and be ignorant no more. Happy New Year's, everybody. Hi to you. Thank you for joining me again on the Sparkles and Fairy Lights podcast. If it is your first time, welcome. I have a special one for you today called Scaling the Heights in 2023. It's a bit of a coker, really. As we age and find ourselves in our midlife years, there comes a time when we wonder about whether unfulfilled dreams for our lives will ever come to pass. Whether it's too late to go after that daring career move, go on that awesome expedition for a holiday, etc. Today, sit back. I'm not so sure about the relaxing part. As I chat about the importance of scaling the heights in our lives, acknowledging our own limitations, real or imagined, and the perseverance and patience required to achieve lofty goals. I will illustrate these through an immensely profound mountaintop experience or two. Let's delve right in. Some of us may be wondering what the new year may have in store. Tired of the usual trite resolutions, but desperate to make both life and time count and looking for ways to find fulfillment. Time is, after all, as a friend reflected recently, our currency when we get to this age. It's so precious and we are acutely aware that some moments will never come around again. But what are our limits? What are your limits? What are mine? what would we need to do in order to achieve a once in a lifetime type dream tick off an item on a bucket list or the like whatever it is that makes us feel that life is worth living well let me start by telling you about that mountaintop experience i was referring to earlier have you ever heard of austria's sky ladder or ladder to heaven as it's called It's to be found in the postcard beautiful Austrian countryside. It's a 43 meter long metal ladder that bridges a giant gorge. It looks like a few pieces of string strung across the skyline, but is significant because climbers use it via ferrata style to ultimately submit the peak of the great Dornelkogel. Though the lush Austrian countryside below is all one dreams Austria to be, The hulking mountains to be bridged tower over the scene stand in stark contrast. Via what? Via Ferrata has been described as a mountain activity somewhere between scrambling and rock climbing. It is a mountain route that is equipped with fixed ladders, cables and bridges in order to be accessible to climbers and hikers. Unsurprisingly, It also means way" in Italian. I'd first come across a video depicting the treacherous nature of this ladder a few years ago and immediately knew that it was something I would never attempt. I sensed with everything in me that I would surely die. This sentiment was solidified recently when I watched another clip and no way was still my reaction to doing anything as insane as all that. It was for professional mountaineers, right? Not just anyone could fulfill the dream of undertaking such a death defying stunt. Well, that's what I believed. With that in mind, I'm sure you could only imagine my astonishment recently. When scrolling through my feed, I happened upon the thumbnail of a post of my favorite travel vloggers on YouTube, Karen and Nate Buchanan. And yes, you guessed it, they done the unthinkable. Now, I certainly wasn't going to miss this. Why on earth? If you're unfamiliar with them, this couple, they hail from Nashville, Tennessee, in the United States. I binge watched their channel at the beginning of the pandemic as they documented their dream of visiting 100 countries before Nate's milestone 30th birthday. birthday. Though organized, they have an incredibly adaptable approach to life, even exchanging international travel for van life during the pandemic never known to shy away from life's challenges, they are always experiencing new things and trying out new food, all the while taking the odd, unavoidable mishap in their stride. They've had many a physical challenge, from swimming, the stretch from the infamous Alcatraz prison in the San Francisco Bay Area to shore, to all kinds of things on bicycles, planes, trains, ships, and more besides, including cruising the North Pole, you name it, but somehow, I didn't think that they would have attempted this alpine adventure of these epic proportions. I watched the intro with mild horror. They revealed that this ladder, comprised of a number of metal runs, was wobbly. Literally, it looked like the most unsteady ladder suspended between lofty jagged mountain peaks joined by iron pegs in the steep rock faces. Certainly, this was not going to be your run-of-the-mill afternoon for these two, men by any means. Thoroughly enticed, I watched as they proceeded to provide more detail, as they diverted to what it was like early on in the day. It had started out with rain, but with the promise of sunshine later on in the day. They persisted and waited it out. It did, however, afford them plenty of opportunity for the pervasive self-doubt, worry, and fear to beset them, and the temptation to call it quits was ever before them. They didn't give up. Once the decision had been made to proceed on the trail, they showed how they had used carabiners to make their way around the mountain and their ascent through the craggy rock faces. Though accompanied by breathtaking vistas. It always looked terrifying. The steel pegs that they needed to scale the mountains on were a mere three inches, about seven and a half centimeters, out of the mountain. Literally, all that kept them suspended in the air was a cable. Early on, Kat expressed that her fingers were frozen. Stomach churning stuff. One wrong move, and something bad could happen. I was glued to the screen to see what would happen next. My nerves. I mean, did someone check to see if the pigs were secured properly? It's enough to induce dry mouse and some sweat, surely? After some research, I discovered that mountaineers graciously check these things. Kara attempted the ladder, first surrounded by dreary grey facades with the wind as company and terra firma thousands of feet below, some 600 meters or so. My chest pulled tight just watching it. She spotted that she was shaking and her heart was racing not unlike my own at that moment and at that point kara said it's definitely higher wobblier and scarier in real life all the while kara was methodically hooking carabiners and proceeding to the top of the ladder her husband was shouting words of encouragement characteristically she quipped about not knowing how he managed to talk her into it nate has always had a way of convincing the fun-loving cara to join him on his crazy adventures and he previously admitted that he was more comfortable with his physical challenges. As she moved further up the ladder she exclaimed that it only became wobblier and that unclipping the carabiners was hard because then she only was holding on with one arm. The tension was building and gripping me tight, and I was nowhere near the mountain. Vicariously experiencing everything through their magnificent filming of the ascent. In contrast to me, they had nerves of steel. She had to look down to ensure her footing every time she climbed the metal rung of the ladder. The entire time she was climbing, no avoiding that. My stomach lurched just seeing her dangling between mountains. With a 600-meter drop to appreciate down below, and steep elevation and a mind-numbing climb awaiting her atop. But then casually, well, to my ears, she mentioned that the last part was even scarier. Back to night, and he's descended up the ladder. He then expressed that the ladder was actually so shaky. He wasn't sure whether it was his legs or the ladder. Probably a bit of both was his final musing on the matter. He mentioned that he would just proceed step by step. Slowly but surely he made his way to the other side. He affirmed that it was terrifying, but that he would be in no other place at that stage and that he felt so alive just doing it. He then exclaimed that it was in the category of the top three craziest things he'd ever done. I, for one, would probably have fainted out there. 40 plus meters dangling on a ladder with only metal rungs, wobbly ones at that, separating one from relative safety, and a certain death is as scary as it gets, and this girl, your host, has limits. No kamikaze mission for me, thanks. After Kara's candid admission that she was about to take on the toughest part of the climb, I was dumbfounded and thought, what? No platform to just relax and enjoy the feat? No welcoming committee to pat her on the back and congratulate her on being one of the brave few to ever try something like that? No she had to do a vertical climb up a steep slope to summit the mountain. I know for sure, if I managed to make it that far, that vertical climb would be my undoing. Just watching her scramble up and have nothing, I mean nothing, below unequivocally convinced me of that. If you're anything like me, I'm sure you're wondering whether going straight back down was an option. I have since discovered But it's not. Once you start, you have to finish. No turning back. And believe me, going back over that treacherous piece of the journey seemed way easier than the final ascent to the top. Never mind brain fog. My brain would freeze. That's what would get me, and a real fear of heights. I watched Nate literally climbing on a knife edge of the mountain with very little wiggle room to do anything. Just hold on for dear life. At any point, he or Kara could have tripped and slipped right off the mountain. And it looked desolate. The mountain was pockmarked having weathered its own storms over the years with each share of fissures and, cre- and crevices. It looked craggy, ragged, and uninviting. And I wondered if it was worth it. Had they gone too far? I wondered whether Getting content for your channel requires all that effort. If their mentality was not quite as it should have been that day, they could have had quite a problem up there in the clouds. An emergency or tragedy was a real possibility. It is therefore a relief to be able to share that Nate also made mention that they had spent a lot of time training their bodies so that they could be ready to take on this challenge, as they had received flack before for other adventures. It served as a caveat for prospective adrenaline Yahoo! junkies. You have to know your stuff to do this. Though they had not had plenty of via ferrata training in the run up to this climb, they certainly had taken on plenty of other adventures and opportunities to train physically. As they huddled together at the summit, Kao revealed what had driven her right up the ladder. It was the thought of hugging that cross at the peak and that feeling of victory. That was what pushed them up a mountain. At that point, I was really challenged to think about my own comfort zone. Then the inevitable question popped up. What motivates you and where are you going? I need to answer that for myself. I felt inspired by this couple known for doing some pretty incredible things anew. As a budding digital content creator, I appreciate the content they produce that showcases not only great teamwork, but creativity and innovative camera work with a hefty dose of post-production skills as well. They are the complete package, highly commendable. I reflected on a clip where they shared about their earlier days how they had taken a leap of faith to do what they were doing, despite having very little evidence that it would work out in the beginning. Yet, this was a leap of faith on a whole new level. They were scaling the heights and proving that the sky is the limit in a rather angst-provoking way, and prove that they never shy away from taking a calculated risk. As the self-confessed, Scary Cat was recovering from a racing heart. I considered my own life, Two things came to mind. First, that I would take my limitations in my stride. Let me explain. In Cape Town, there's a cable car that one can take to access the top of the Majestic Table Mountain. It has a rotating floor, and as you make your ascent, it rotates and you feel like you may, in fact, hit the sides of the mountain. Well, it did to me, not really. And I hide my nerves by observing people closely and distracting myself from the idea that the floor separates me from sometimes lush, rocky terrain below and a mountain where not a few hikers have had difficulty and some have even died. My fort is not mountaineering or rock climbing and I have a healthy fear of heights. The point is, I still got to the top of one of the seven wonders of the world and could enjoy its intoxicating beauty without, dare I say it, the exhilaration of a death-defying climb, but it was good enough for me. Secondly, fear of heights has literally been the stuff of my nightmares for nearly two decades now. I know I'm anxious when I have dreams related to height. For example, I wake up in a cold sweat after I realize my dream had me dangling from buildings like the Chrysler or Empire buildings, known for their height despite never having been there. Or I dream about jumping from helicopters or being in a penthouse surrounded by glass and a feeling of being so queasy. So to say this was a challenge to my comfort zone is an understatement. Yet I've been feeling like I need a bit more out of life. And perhaps I do believe I will take a page out of their book and live a little more intentionally and courageously. I realize how fearful I am, that it really holds me back sometimes. The thought of emulating the dangling hundreds of meters in the air. Not a chance, though. Who is there? Just 40 odd meters? Can I do it? Can you? This year, I hope that I will be that little more courageous. It may be that I will overcome in some small ways to start off. Build on it and who knows where it can get me. Because let's face it, in the day-to-day grind, we don't have to climb sky ladders. There are plenty of everyday scary stuff for us to get a handle on. Carrie and Nate's features perfectly helped me to understand what is possible. I think that this is the reason it let me sit up straight. If they can do it. Perhaps, for me at least, it will mean swimming upstream when the culture around me dictates that I abandon values I hold dear, or standing up for what I believe in when it does not feel easy to do so. Perhaps, just doing the simple things like alleviating tension at the office, neutralizing the office bully without withholding love bringing a smile to someone who is sad or or visiting a lonely elderly person in a care home. Maybe these dopamine hits and endorphin friendly activities will make our days and those of the people around us. All of these activities can sometimes take us out on a limb without putting us on a literal mountain top, but we can certainly feel the exhilaration. We can all do the courageous, the unexpected and have lives that are out of the ordinary. Carrie and Nate have shown me how to take risks, take life by the horns, and inspire others. It is immensely powerful imagery and I want to take it on board with me when those moments arise and I feel like chickening out on something or avoiding a situation. Funnily enough, in those moments with mountain top experiences in my head, I'm gonna stand my ground know my worth, and stand tall as authentically and confidently as I can. Before you go, I'd like to recap a little bit. It's important for you to know your limitations, but take calculated risks. And I want to remind you that it looks different for every one of us. I'd like to encourage you to set goals and move the needle of your motivation. What do you want out of life? And can you see yourself standing at the cross of your peak like Kara? As I was inspired to extend my comfort zone, I wish the same for you. Remember Nate's words to getting it done was taking it step by step. That's all it takes sometimes, one foot in front of the other, as long as we have the goal in sight and are willing to overcome the fear. Lastly, and would I say probably most important, plan, prepare, and practice after obtaining as much knowledge as possible. So let's navigate 2023 together and remember to add a little sparkle wherever you celebrate your achievements and milestones with some fairy lights. Thank you for listening and catch you next time. Thank you for lending an ear. If you are new consider subscribing and if you feel inclined please leave a review or let me know your thoughts on Facebook or Twitter.